You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. This is the Copacetic Hour. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Yes, this is the Copacetic Hour. Copacetic is a term meaning everything is fine, cool, and in excellent order. This podcast is an air for open discussion, but not for the weak-hearted nor the simple-minded. And although we may not always agree, we will always exemplify respect. But at the same time, nobody, and I do mean nobody, is exempt from getting these jokes. Everything is Copacetic. Yes, this is the Copacetic Hour, episode 33. How's everybody doing today? Good, good. good. About to say, we're going to have to hurry this shit up. The playoff song. You, you know what I'm saying? My, my money, boy. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yo, what up, everybody? This uh Demonte. Hi, everybody. My name is Shekinah. Also, she kind of crazy. Hey, everyone. I'm Alicia. Nice to meet you. Back at it again. You already know who it is, Brady B. Hi, guys. I'm Tyler. Facts, facts. Let's hop right into it. First topic, right? Okay, so I'm watching TV, and I see this thing where it's like, and even and it even comes into effect with the Offset and Cardi B thing, right? Like, when your friend is getting ready to marry someone or getting to get into, not even marry, just a, a serious relationship with someone, do you, like... Is it guy code or girl code to go ahead and do the, the research on their partner before they jump into something serious with them? If they got any, you know, sketchy or, or hoish ways, you know what I'm saying? I would I would say you got to check the whole facts, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what be going on in motherfuckers' hometowns, you know what I'm saying? Especially where they from. If yes, what are some of the things that you're looking for? If no, why wouldn't you look for things like that? I'm going to just say from the guy perspective, I ain't no Inspector Gadget ass nigga, and I'm expecting the same in return. We all fucking grown folks. So if you're not a grown ass man to be able to run the whole facts on the girl you're talking to, especially in the internet age, why the fuck are you talking to her? So I don't think there's no guy code on uh, guy code. No, not girl code. I, I can't speak on that. That's women's business. Facts. I don't know. I feel like if you get to the point where you're ready to marry or be serious with that man, like girls are different. It's not really much I'm going to be able to even tell you. Like that's your man at that point. You know what I mean? Even if I tell you he used to be a hoe, I'm sure you already know that. You know what I mean? That's, I'm just here to support you on whatever lane we're going. If we with him today, I'm here to support you. And if we not, then that's your business. You know what I mean? I, I don't have time to do research on your man and mine. So. I, I definitely agree with Brady um, as far as as far as the guy code part of it. I'm not looking into that for you. That's on you. As long as like I'll let if I know something as far as like she been with one of the homies or something, I'll speak up on that just so you can have that clarity. But that would be something at the beginning of it or if they're. If it got to the point of they're being serious as far as like marriage or something, more than likely you already know that. So that's not on me for that. So right. And I feel like I feel like that's something that we all kind of talk about as a friend group already, where it's like, you know, people kind of know each other's business. So you would be able to get that right off rip. Or even when you before you even meet a girl, um, to even get to the stage of being serious with her, a lot of times you might be like, yo, like who that. Uh, where you know her from, like she, you, you got with her, you know, anybody that got with her. So a lot of these questions come up early and like uh, Monte and everybody else said, like, by the time you get to something serious, you probably have already made it up in your mind that that don't mean as much to you or you're willing to look past it. Not me, nigga. I'm going to check this shit out. God damn it. What the fuck? <laughs> But you, but you gonna check it out for your homeboy though? Yes, nigga. Let's say that's kind. Of, let, let's that's kind of some weird shit though. No, nigga, that's my friend. That's my friend. <laughs> I feel like I feel like because if you come to me like, yo, like I know you ain't asked me, but 
I kind of ran the I kind of ran the whole facts on Shorty. I'm like, why are you investigating my Shorty though? Like, because now it. I'm gonna look at you kind of different. Like, no. why you want to know so bad about what's going on with my girl? I don't want to know because if it's some shit that you need to know, I'm gonna tell you. If it's some bullshit, I ain't gonna say nothing. Actually, not that I think what's of shit it. he would need to know though. Like, what's considered need to know information? Like, if she out here creeping with a nigga on you and you just don't know about well, it. Well, that's obvious. That's, that's, okay, yeah, that's, that's different. That's different. I'm, I'm thinking you talking about like, oh, I just Past met her life. and we just connected yeah. and you go out your way like, man, let me run this bitch license plate or something. Like, nah. I'm looking at you like, what are you Criminal doing? Behavior. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, See, that's my mama. She she does that kind of stuff. She'll run like all the records just at anybody I try to talk to. She will run the records. <laughs> Camera in 08. <laughs> Man, or like maybe she she crazy or some shit or something like that. She, she meet a nigga and then do a nigga dirty, take all his money or some some wild shit. Or she she burning. I don't know. Some niggas don't be having sex till they get married and shit. All type of shit. You know, I don't know. But if you need to know, I'm gonna tell you. I'm I'm checking it out. Off rip. I'm gonna tell you. I didn't think about. I didn't think about it. E, yeah, you have done that. You goddamn right. Like, yeah. like <laughs> you have though. Like you just like, hey bro, hey bro, I ain't trying to be in your business, but uh I just felt you needed to know this. Like you have told me that. Yes. Because yeah, like, <laughs> if I it to me, it's a bigger flaw on my character as your friend. If I know some shit and I don't say right. nothing, I just let it ride. And then the shit happened, and then I knew the whole time, like. Oh, but there's a difference between knowing some shit and then looking for some shit. Like, yeah, you know, if you go looking for some shit, like that's, I mean, I ain't saying what? I ain't saying I'm a dick too hard, but if I dig how I would dig just on the surface level, and some some crazy shit come up from my surface level, yeah, then I, I you know, then I may have to like, okay, Maybe level one investigation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just make a few calls here and there. <laughs> you heard about this, bitch? Da da da. You know what um, I'm saying? Okay, so then the question becomes, let's say you do that or you find out, you know, and you let your homie know, like, yo, Shorty is sly. I don't know if you want to stick with that. Right. But he decided to stick with it. What do you what do you do from there? Like That's his choice. That's his choice. I feel like in them situations, I'd be like, I, I'm going to tell you once and I don't want to ever have to say I told you so. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you and then whatever That's decision that you make after that, we still friends. You still my nigga. You pick a old uh, runner from Battle Creek one day that you want to marry, and I and I tell you up front, like, look, bro, this is what it is. If you love her, you love her, but this is what it is. And after that, we don't got to talk about it no more. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he turned the hoe into a house. Right. She could have know. changed. She could have changed. Never know. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to let Better you know up front what it was for sure. But she, I guess she definitely you a good friend because that's a lot. I don't know, girls. I don't think girls can do that type of shit though. Because, but I feel like girls do though. I know, I know quite a few. I'm not like that, but I do know quite a few ladies who are Inspector Gadget. Oh hell yeah, be lying and everything. God damn it, shit. Can I can I ask you a question about that though? Now that you bring that up, yeah. How many how many of those friends that you say do get Inspector Gadget? How many of them are single? Facts. Um, All of them. I got one that's single. One, one of them is I, engaged. Out of how of out of how many? Three. Out of my group, one, it's one five of us. So one. you know, three Inspector Gadget ass homegirls, and only one of them is single. Yeah. That's surprising. Right now, normally, just, normally them is single. I've got a boyfriend for now, so you know that's she's like. Mm, what is okay, this? Okay. Okay. Well then. And next question, how many of them are happily in their relationship? I mean, okay. No. That ain't <laughs> Not a, like that. <laughs> that ain't no boyfriend. I'm only asking because a lot of times when I see chicks like that, that be them that be them bored bitter bitches in the corner. Yeah. They ain't got well, nothing going for themselves. I will say the one the one who's engaged, she's admittedly like owns her problem and you know tries to pull back. So their problems don't really have much to do with that. But the rest of them, yeah, it, it they just fuck it. God damn it, that's what it is. <laughs> Ain't no relationship. When you bored, I guess that's that's what you do. I don't know. It is. Better get a hobby. Fucking is yeah, a hobby. Get to the bag. You ever just be it's laying in bed, be like, Shh, 
Let me see what this. Don't. No, because that's when you find problems. That's give me anxiety. That's stressful. Like I don't, I don't, I don't need that. I have to protect my peace. Like if it come up, it come up. The truth always comes to the light, and God gonna deal with you better than I can. So I just you know, nope. stay out the way, mind my business. I don't care. If, and, you know, I don't care if his girl hate me for the rest of my life, for the rest of our friendship. That's my. That's still my dog. <laughs> And I would just deal with her hating me. She could talk to me, call me old fat ass nigga, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It just had to be what it is. Your loyalty not to her, yeah. it's to your friend, so it don't matter. She be all right. Right. You know what I'm and saying? And hit dogs holler, so I wouldn't have to say nothing if you weren't doing nothing. Exactly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling. So anybody that get with Brady or Demonte in the near future, don't let me find nothing out, goddammit, because I'm telling. Flat out. <laughs> I know everybody across all the United States is niggas. This nigga do know everybody. And then me, Tyler, too. Me and Tyler family. So all you niggas out there, <laughs> don't be moving how you shouldn't be moving. You feel me? God. <laughs> so this whole Kanye thing came up where owning his masters. He even came up with like a a six step plan on how artists should be leasing their music to uh, record companies and not having them signed to these 360 deals. And my whole thing about it is, is that as black people, you know, we own entertainment, you know what I'm saying? In every sense of the word, except the one that matters. We don't own it. We don't own any of these record companies. We don't own the music that we're making. What's your opinion on artists not getting their masters, but they're continuing to still sign these deals to not own their own creations? I just can ask a question just to clarify. Yes. Okay. So basically they'll sign a contract. The record label owns the, the song and is able to use it in any way they want. And then the artist makes money from going on tour and doing promotions and things. Yep. And record label gets yeah. a cut of that too. Because that's kind of crazy to me. Like, I mean, I guess I, I don't know that, that you wouldn't want to like on your, you know, your own music that you put your work and time in for. But I guess I understand signing a deal when the money and, you know, the upfront advance is right there. And yeah. it seems like you work so hard. And I feel like that's how a lot of people get trapped in these crazy deals. Like right. this is probably one of the most valid points Kanye has made in a while Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. so i'm gonna try to talk about it without getting too deep because like when you think about it there's this whole systemic oppression element that plays into it yes but yes essentially what you're talking about um like the most recent or impactful um deals that have come out are considered like are called the 360 deal right where you sign over your rights and essentially you go into kind of this I won't even say a partnership where basically you sign to a deal where the label is able to abstract funds or earnings from every aspect of your artistry. So whether that be tour money, merch, um, the music you make, royalties, publishing, all of that. So like they find a way to essentially get a percentage of every revenue stream that you can make as an artist. Now, like, of course, that ties, like I said, that ties into a level of systemic oppression, because as you mentioned, I'm not going to say that, you know, no one should go to a major label because it's very helpful in some cases, brand recognition, immediate exposure, things of that nature. And it's very understanding or understandable that people would sign these deals, especially if we think about hip hop culture, because when we think about hip hop culture, one, we think black, two, we think young. So they're particularly, essentially, it's a predatory behavior where they're looking to find, sorry, I live in New York, so it's going to be loud, but using predatory behavior to look for young, Black, impressionable people who are more than likely coming from impoverished situations where signing and get a $35,000 or $50,000 signing bonus is the look like, oh, shit, I'm up. And you're getting this advance, you're doing all of this. Right. What they don't know is, like you said, as like I was saying before, every other element of your rights as an artist, including your name in some cases, yeah. is taken from you in that sense. Um, and let's say you're in a situation 
I won't even say his name, but my man's with the colorful hair. Now you're like, let's say you you pop off, everything works, but then all of a sudden something happens and you flop. You gotta, they gotta find a way to recoup all that money that they just pumped into your campaign as an artist. Right. So like now you're putting yourself in further like legal and financial jeopardy. Yeah, now you and as far as the Kanye point, it's a valid point, but because of recent history, how much of this shit is for the culture and how much of this shit is just for him to get his masters. Sleep it there. I agree. I agree. I was watching Cadillac records the other day. That's like one of my grandma's favorite fucking movies. Cause all the old artists. And there was one nigga in there, the howling wolf nigga that was like, no, I don't want no daddy. Pay me what you owe me. Don't pay me nothing more. Don't pay me nothing less. If I'm supposed to come up, I will come up. And then the other nigga, Muddy Walters, this nigga had to go to the record owner, his who was supposed to be his homie, which he wound up being. He was a decent man. Don't get me wrong. But he had to go to this nigga like, hey, my wife want a house. You know what I'm saying? As a grown-ass man, I would just feel crazy. Like, just my wife want a house. All that work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then that's the other element of it too. Like when you think about how this is further perpetuated in a in a cycle that we put on ourselves, right? So even going back to the Kanye topic, where is all this conversation as it pertains to his good music label? You see how he's trying to sell that off. What are you doing with the masters to those artists? Facts. We've been we've been talking about Diddy for decades, like the type of deals he's been signing. Birdman with Cash Money Facts. Records. Like they've put this they've put this idea or inception in our minds that we should continue that so we're so not only is it happening to us that we're further pushing it on to other people to keep the narrative going and the main people that make the money is the labels yep and we're doing it to our own people now you know what i'm saying instead of this is done to me it's not going to be done to you you know what i'm saying instead of entering into partnerships with my artists you know what I'm saying? Now they're entering into these oppressive contracts with the artists. Even mm-hmm. like in the new edition, you know what I'm saying, where he got mad and went to the office like, what the fuck is this shit? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, let's say my podcast jump off and I become a podcast owner. I wouldn't want to be like owning niggas' names and what they making or nothing like that. Like, no, I want you to be my partner. You know what I'm saying? And even give them the bigger share of their property because they are the ones doing the work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why, you know, we complain about all these oppressive things and then we put our own people through the same things that we've been through ourselves. Just because it was done to us. We know it's wrong. We know you shouldn't do it. But since it was done to me, I'm going to do it to you. Because it's hard to be a change maker. It's hard to be the first person or feel as though you're the first to, you know, blaze a new trail and be different. Because, I mean, if you take Kanye, for example, I mean, he might be crazy, but he often has original ideas, you know, that if you look at them with a side eye, you might can kind of understand and see what he's talking about and where he's going with certain things. You, you kind of do the, uh, but he's often labeled crazy, but he he blazes his own trail. He does his own thing and he became worth a lot of money doing so. But it's not to say that it's easy. It's not for everybody to just, you know, do you do what's what you know, what you're comfortable with, even if it's wrong and you you excuse it in your head. You make excuses. Oh, well, I got this bread now. I can do this, you know, for my mom. I can buy this. I can do that. I can right. da, 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 da. But knowing long term is not going to be good for you. You people often think about right now and instant gratification that they can get from certain things. So it's easier said than done. Facts. Yeah. Pretty much is like everybody does it out of desperation. Like for generations, your family is suffering. You see constantly seeing that and you trying to jump to that easy money. Like they throw half a mil in front of you. You're not thinking about, cause you're not educated to think on that of the long term. You just, instantly thinking of what I can do right now to help my family, but you're not thinking of that. So and it's hard to turn down half a million. I ain't never had half a million in my nigga account. Actually, when you oh, never seen it, when you never seen I it. I had to scratch my head a few times. Like, you know what I mean? Right. For sure. <laughs> right. Then the other part about that is is like, yeah, 
we've teetered the line between calling Kanye a genius or calling Kanye crazy, but like, come on, man, he he's not a lawyer. How much do you think he know about you know legal contracts? So he might have just been in a situation where he like, oh, I have enough leverage to start my own label. I don't know how these contracts works, so I'm gonna just use the lawyers. Most oftentimes, the lawyers are given to the artists by the label who right. are gonna be working in conjunction with the label and the publishing um, office, all of that. And then um, to the point about the whole crazy thing, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not getting in a conspiracy theory bag to say that Kanye isn't crazy or whatever, because to each their own. But a lot of times that label is put on people when they are necessarily trying to become a change agent or make those things like to this topic, a lot of people didn't know that Michael Jackson at one point owned like half of the industry's publishing because he, because he had a conversation with somebody on the Beatles. The Beatles were like, we ain't even on our masters. He got on the phone, bought <laughs> the Beatles masters and the company that owned, the publishing company that owned the masters. They ended up being like, he got like 50% ownership or complete ownership. And then that company merged with another company. So he had 50% earnings of all like both of those entities which had him like in control of everybody's masters so he was able to do good things like give um like little richard his masters back and stuff like that but right around that time it's also when they started putting them allegations on him about oh he touching kids he doing xyz so you see how they treat you when you get to a position of power and leverage as well thanks Thanks. You right though. Half a million. Let this bit. Let's the copacetic hour be up for a half a mil, nigga. Where where the, where the dotted line at, nigga? You could you could sell this for a lot more. Where the, just hold on. That's not good. But you playing yourself. Where the dotted line at, nigga? See, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna think about it <laughs> for sure, nigga. I be like, oh. yeah, it's worth the thought, but um. Like and this is happening in the podcast world too, where yeah. they're really where they're having like unions and stuff like that that are arguing about like, okay, when when the top dog signs this type of deal, they set the ceiling and that like, you know, actually, you know, trickles down into what everybody else's pockets are gonna get. And you gotta think about ad revenue. How much yep. percentage are you getting of the ads that you're bringing in to your using your audience? So it's like nice. a lot of the times these companies are using you to get your get your audience and you're not getting seeing any or reaping any of the benefits Facts. of it. So it's it's a cold game. Definitely is. Not just power, the more you know. And that's just the thing. That's why these kind of conversations are important because a lot of people don't even consider that. They just like you said, look at that number, where did that align? I need to do this, that, and don't think twice about it. So not even just like music industry or pop entertainment industry it could be an everyday life the small business owner you know what i'm saying like whatever's going on you know what i'm saying having uh deals with banks and other representatives that loan you into your business like this is something that in our community we, we need to know more about definitely definitely Lifestyles is a men's and women's clothing store that carries exclusive quality labels. Their mission is to bridge the gap between mainstream fashions and luxury brands. They're the go-to place for the latest fashions and trends. You can shop with them online at lifestylesapparel.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-Z apparel.com. And follow them online at Lifestyles Apparel on all social media outlets. While you're at it, visit them at their brand new Memphis location. Back to the podcast. We're going to move into our next segment, the consciously copacetic segment. All right. So we've been through seven months of quarantine and I was on Instagram and I saw Michael Rappaport make a comment about all the music that's out today. I'm going to play the clip. Yo, you're making club bangers, but they ain't got no club to go to. You're making strip pole music, but we don't have a strip club to go to. We've had seven fucking months. We're heading into seven fucking months. 
You've had seven fucking months to come out with something articulating your personal feelings, the, the anguish, the pain, the sorrow, the uncertainty of where we are. Just a single. And the best we got is wet ass pussy. Yeah, sure. J. Cole put out a couple of these are not even good J. Cole songs, to be honest. Yeah, he says great things, but I, come on. Do yourself a favor the next couple of days. Play Stevie Wonder on a loop. We're so disposable. We're so we we have access to mixtapes. We have access to every fucking song. Just just live with Stevie for a few days. So when I heard that, I was like, damn, like Man. I didn't think about it like that, right? Because there is a lot going on right now, not just quarantine or anything like that. Like we had a whole ass movement that like changed you know most of the world's perception on what's going on with black people and i i kind of agree actually like little baby had a, a song you know what i'm saying that was like revolutionary i guess you know what i'm saying and not even just revolutionary like there's nothing talking about like just black love or unity and period like Unless you like, at least not, it's not mainstream. It's not the focus of what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's out there. But you got to go and actually search for it and, and look for for that that's happening right now. I went and looked at um, R&B billboards from 1968 at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, James Brown had like three songs in the top ten that were all about Black empowerment at the time, after the riots. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Marvin Gaye had a song out. The Temptations all had these songs that were like demonstrating what was going on and the the pain and the and the the power that we have as black people. And that's not going on right now. What are your thoughts? I think that just stems back to the, the last topic, actually, because Essentially, those that are oppressing people who have those uh, songs and music and whatnot, like, they only want a certain thing out there, right? So if we're sitting here talking about the different things that are actually going on, or an artist wants to do something like that, they're going to be like, no, you are going to do what I want you to do, or you're not getting paid. I feel it. And even in comparison, like, to... uh our parents or our grandparents, like they have like these revolutionary artists and like, like our parents had Tupac or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't have any, I don't want to say we don't have any, maybe cause shit, it's September, you know what I'm saying? Cole and them usually drop at the end of the year, you know what I'm saying? So maybe it's coming, you know what I'm saying? But shit, we having a conversation now, God damn it. <laughs> quote unquote, like, and of course, there's not really a Tupac of this time. And I'm not trying to compare any particular artist, but I don't think they're really celebrated and revered the same way like Tupac maybe was at his time. And goes back to Alicia's point, like that's not what they want to hear. That's not what they're trying to promote. And WAP is a cool song, but I really I could have done without it. You know what I mean? And I'm here for. Of course, women be able to say what they want to say and be as nasty as they want to be on the song, but I've heard that song before. I, you know what I mean? And this is a a prime opportunity. And Cardi B does use her platform, I feel like, to do a lot of positive things as it pertains to politics and things of that nature. So you kind of have to look at it in that perspective. Yeah. She, you know, she does use her platform positively. So, but in regards to other artists, you know, this is an opportune time to speak up, you know, about certain things, use their voice, use their platform on what, and I feel like I do see it more now than ever, you know what I mean? But we got a lot of work to do still. Yeah. It's just that, it's just that a lot of it isn't at the forefront of it. Cause it, there are, like you said, it is a lot of artists that actually do speak on that type of stuff. It's just that what's mainstream right now is what's catchy or what's going to get people turned up and things like that. But like, it's a lot of artists like underground that speaks on these type of situations that's going on. It's just that the 
like the media, the money, the money is that's pumping it is what's like stuff like WAP. So that's what it that's what it all is. Is just that you got to search for it to really hear it. And you got to think about it too. Like essentially, the whole music industry. I mean, we black people we do own that industry for the most part. Outside of the fact that we don't actually own it, like you said before, right. it's just like at that same aspect, like we do exactly what the stereotypes that you know they want us to put out. They don't want us to look like we're educated. They don't want us to look like you know we we know things. We, they we don't, we don't want us to be financially stable. They want us to just like put out there, make make it seem like we're not educated and everything and keep that cycle going. Facts. So I feel everything everybody is saying and I can, there's certainly a lot of points that I can agree with, um, especially around, you know, what's being perpetuated, what they want to push, things like that. But I guess when I heard the clip, my gut reaction as a creative or someone who like has a passion for making my own music I'm kind of of the mind of like, Mike, shut the fuck up because I'm I'm an artist and you can't, you're not going to police me and tell me what type of music I, I'm supposed to make because of the time. And for the very reason that y'all talking about, like, you know, they're just pushing this. You can go out there and search for it. You even, he even had it in his argument. Like, um, we're so disposable. Everything is so clicky get your ass up, search for it, and click for the music that you're fucking listen, looking for. Like, don't tell Cardi B or Meg Thee Stallion what type of song they should be making. If that's not what you want to listen to, we do have hundreds of thousands, if not hundreds of millions of songs that you can go find at the click of a mouse or um, at the click of your phone. Do that. Thanks. So, like, I don't want to really want to hear all that bullshit about, oh, how, why are you putting this out? Why don't you listen to Stevie? Like, don't tell me what I should make or get your ass up and make some music that you want to hear. Like, I'm not for that. But I do feel like the points that y'all are making, but that's my gut reaction. Facts. I think he was pointing to the more so the fact that it is what people are. I don't think he's listening to it, but people are listening to it because he mentioned that it was like a billboard chart topper or whatever. So. Like even people can pick and choose what they want to listen to. Like, I don't right. want to sit here and there's 50,000 things in my world going on right now. I don't want to sit here and be to be so consumed into what's going on. Let me have an avenue where I could go. If I want to listen to WAP and dance in my damn living room, let me do that. Nice. Like, I don't feel like I should be so caught up in like, this is going on in the world. Let me sit here. Like, Trey Songs dropped music about how do you feel? I think it was called Riots or something like that. And like, all this kind of stuff. But like, there's so much going on. And when you look on your phone, everything, something's always everywhere. Like, what's your avenue of release of something? Am I supposed to deal with it in the outside world? I'm supposed to see it when I scroll on Twitter, Instagram. And then I got to listen to it all day, too? Like, dang, where can I find a sense of normalcy in all of this? Like, so what? I want to reminisce, listen to this song and, like, think I'm in the club somewhere. Okay, boom. That's what I wanted to do. If you want to sit there and be so ingrained in everything going on in the world and just be depressed and just sad about it, no one's like taking away from what's out in the world. Like we know what's going on. But can I think about something else for a second? Let me listen to something else. Like that's where it's like, who are you to tell me like, like he said, like what to make as an artist, number one. And number two, what I should be listening to. Don't tell me to go listen to Stevie. If I don't feel like it, then I don't want to. I don't want to sit there maybe all the time and do that. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, I can want to listen to it at the time. Right. But no, you pick and choose. Everybody has different moods. Who's to say, like, I wasn't listening to Stevie an hour ago. Now I'm listening to WAP. And then the like, piggyback you know, off of that, this, it's also it's not unfair. It's unfair for him to say that as well, like I said, because Cardi B does use her yeah. platform in, you know, both avenues. So, like you said, you want to express and create or feel like you in the club one day and then, you know, tomorrow we can talk about politics. And above all that, like, I I love Michael Rappaport, super funny dude, love him in the movies he's been in, but like, I don't need you virtue signaling to me as a white man about what's but going on in the world and what I should be listening to. Like, sit your ass over there, like, you barely got the invite to the barbecue, chill out, get your plate, sit down, relax, like, we don't need to hear from you. If Matter of fact, I look to hear from you when I want to listen to something funny. I'm not looking for you to tell me about the world today. If I want to do that, I'll get my ass on CNN, or I'll go to, you know, somebody's Instagram page who talks about that all day. 
you be funny somewhere since you want to tell me what to do. (laughs) See, I get that. I get that 100%. But at the same time, like, like right now, like you said, like this is a a, a whole revolution type of time. And it's like, we're trying to push all these different things, do all these different movements. And like, one of the main things that's really big and gets people's attention is music. So why not use that to, to uh, be more enlightened and different things? Like I know I've seen a video before of uh, a rapper who was talking about um, voting. I don't remember, I don't know if anyone's seen that, but like something like that was, was major, you know what I mean? Because like a lot of people don't know how or different poli- like politician type of things. And it's like, Things like that, I feel like we should do more of. But I'll say, I'll say this too, though. I'll say this too. I'm uh, sorry to cut you off because I know he's about to say something. That's cool. Because you brought up a great point. You was like, okay, I looked up Billboard charts in 1968. There was X number of songs that were all talking about this. In 1968, where was Twitter? Where was Instagram? Where were all these radio, where were all these other platforms that people as artists and as brands had to be able to speak right. to what's going on? So all they had was their music. And if the and if the play, the powers that be wanted to make money or if they wanted to be a part of that, they had to put the music out because they knew that's what the people wanted. But in today's day and age, we have abundance of outlets for people to get their message across and right now it's more so about get up off your lazy ass and go find what you're looking for or get up and do something about what you're seeing like people always or people have been like saying more and more about how detrimental this type of climate is with like social media and all of that but it's like you have the ability to curate your algorithm. Like they're only going to put in front of you what you're looking for on a daily basis. So if that's all you're getting, what does that say about you as a consumer? Facts. That's a good point that there is, there was no other outlets for them to, to be up on. Like they couldn't do what Cardi B is doing now. They couldn't just put out, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's get it on and then get on Twitter and, you know, talk about revolutionary things. That's a good point. I definitely agree with that. Um, I just think that with music, like, I don't think we have anything in life other than, I guess, religion. You know what I'm saying? That is more powerful and that's more moving than music. Music literally can change how you feel when you're, when you're feeling the opposite way can make you literally get up and change something about your life. Hot girl summer, even the shit that's not revolutionary still makes you get, make people get up and do things in their life that they weren't necessarily even thinking about or normally going to do. So I think, yes, balance is important because we don't want to go around feeling sad and shit all the time. Don't get me wrong, but that's the thing. Balance is important. We still need these revolutionary songs to guide us through the storm that we're going through right now. You know, it's because it's not like the way music sound like now it's like the shit is over. Like the shit just started. It's not over. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I do agree. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell artists what to do or none of that shit, but I do think that is something that is needed. You know what I'm saying? That we do need to, we need to be full, fully cultured. You know what I'm saying? You can like this and like that, and they still both be important. Instead, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Everything doesn't have to be black and white, especially with black people. This week's episode is sponsored by the Design Lab at Shuttershock & Co. From logos and business cards to invitations and custom tees, the Design Lab is your one-stop shop for graphics. The Design Lab is the sole creator for Copacetic merchandise, available now. Use your promo code COPACETIC for 10% off your Copacetic merchandise. Shop now using the link in our bio.
to the podcast. We're going to move into the email of the week. Please remember to create your own clip of the Copacetic Hour so you can enter in our monthly contest, the TCH Fan of the Month, to enter in to win your Copacetic gear. This week, for the email of the week, Dear TCH, the Copacetic Hour, how can I tell my live-in boyfriend that his hustle isn't paying the bills and he needs to get a job? I work full-time, I pull overtime and weekly just to make sure our ends meet. He works on, quote-unquote, our business, but after two years, it makes less money than it costs to operate. I'm scared that if I give him an ultimatum, I'll end up looking like Taraji and Acrimony. But I'm tired. Our relationship is great otherwise, but please help. Wait, so she has a business or she has a job? She has a job and, and they have a business together. They oh yeah. Around two years it's time to take that L. I mean get a get a job, right? You should have already had a job, first of all. Facts. <laughs> I was gonna say like if you um, she's real nice. Business should be part time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You should be working on your business after your job. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can use that job to fund that business. Facts. So four hours in the day. So facts. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. God damn it. I hate my job. On <laughs> <laughs> <Going> the club. <laughs> God damn it. Soon as this take off, I'm gone. Wait, she said she's afraid if she gives him an ultimatum, what's gonna happen? She'll end up like Taraji in the acrimony movie. I mean, sometimes you just gotta go there, sis. You just might lose one day. Shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> if she don't say nothing, she probably gonna end up like Taraji as well, honestly. Facts. I don't wanna say it depends on what the business is too. If this nigga a rapper, okay, I'm sorry. Have you it depends on if he's good or not. If he's good, okay, keep going. If he's not good, Cause you could tell if a nigga good. I'm sorry, or if the nigga selling. You're a rapper, you need a job. If he's selling T-shirts, or it depends on what the business is. Like, if he's selling Mary Kay's makeup line, you know what I'm saying. He needs to do something else. Candles, you know what I'm saying. I don't know what it is. You gotta have a. You gotta be working towards your your goal, of course. But you can't be, as a man, I feel like you can't be letting your woman or your other significant other taking care of you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's me and my opinion. That's just on a basic level. Like, nobody should be really supplying your lifestyle on the basic. Like, you should just be able to take care of your needs. Now, if you need a little help, that's different. But right. for them to be taking care of, And she said she working overtime to make ends meet. Oh, you got me fucked up and tired. I'm working <laughs> overtime and you don't have a job. Like, that's right. just not going to work. And you're living in my house. Like, take the roles out of it. You know, male, female, all that out of it. Like, yeah, nah, nah. You got to bring something to the table. Facts. Get some food stamps or something. Like, he Tommy from Martin. Like, he ain't got <laughs> Tommy had though. I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, Tommy, we just didn't know what he did, so we assumed That's it. he had no job. That nigga clear business card one day. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga had bread. I think Shorty might be getting used, and she don't know it. Facts. Yeah, that sound like some nigga shit. I like it. Sounds like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? She come to him, and that nigga, you know, saying he be like, what? What more do you want from me? Like, what you want me to do with that, baby? I can't. I don't want no job. Right. And then the concern is, depending on what the hustle is, like, okay, maybe he's not a rapper. Maybe it's something where, like, you have to have a certain level of business acumen. If you're not successful at that, how the fuck are you going to have a normal job, like, to do... regular business acumen things like hold a conversation, sell a product, any of those other things. So it's like, and we don't know, like what's his qualification? Does he have a degree? Um, does he have a diploma? Like right. what what type of job is he even qualified to get? Because in his mind, he may be thinking it's a pride thing where it's like, oh, I don't want to work at Taco Bell if I got this dream. But like you said, you you gotta you gotta put you gotta put in what you want to get out of it. And if right. you're not willing to 
work those extra hours to, to see things come true or find your find a job that gives you not only um, the funds you need, but the experience that you need to improve in your craft. Like, right. let's say you are doing something in music or something like that, like, or if you're doing something in sports or whatever, like so many people get caught up in what the public facing role is and they're not really thinking about all the intricacies that go into that like okay maybe you want to be a rapper or you want to be in sports or something but you can get a job like working at a gym or becoming a trainer or learning how to work equipment become an engineer like especially if you're working in music take the time to like learn to become an engineer that way not only are you recording yourself you're putting your own money back into the business but you can record other people right. and then start to like create more money off of your passion build relationships all of that for sure exactly See, so it sounds like you're lazy I would say though too, like you have to think about too, like they, like he started like two years ago, right? So she probably was okay with it two years ago. What made her okay with it before? And then now just because it hasn't, you know, fallen through, why are you like, I now, love him. I want to support his dreams. I'm sure that's she's what, really tired. Like, she, like she's working, like she said, she's working overtime. But like Brady said, one thing I, uh, one of my professors told me is like, you're never going to get the first job you want when it comes to your career, you just need to get you a job that's going to give you the skills and help you pay the bills. So, so you can learn some things, like you said, to help you towards whatever this big dream is. But at the end of the day, we got to pay bills. Like dreams do not cover rent. So right. I'm tired of working overtime. It's It's been two years, bro. Like what's, you know, what's up. And not to say that you can't continue to go after your dream, but something's got to give, something's got to change. And, you're a grown ass man. And I just, I'm sure you started taking care of him. Every time they go out to eat, she got to reach in her purse. Like bills do. He handed her, you know, the, the, the bills, like, come on, like, <laughs> this is not, okay. I'm over it. I was, you got said six months and here we are two years later. So the dick. I know this. I know this. If I was her, it better not be a motherfucking plate in the sink. It better not be a piece of lint on the floor. Okay. It better not be a dirty towel in the bathroom. And it better not be no goddamn sports on the TV. Like, it better be everything she want in the house. And if he's smart, he doing that, too. Because she said every every other aspect of the relationship is great. He better, every time she walk in the house, he better be figuring out a way to stay on her good side. Right. right now, it seemed like he won't fit out the door if he don't act right. Right. She writing letters. Alicia, it was the dick. That's what it, that's what it be most times. <laughs> that too. The probably. dick. I'm sure that's right. later on. Touche. That is that is a story. I'm about to say back in my broke days, I was Dude. giving out A plus plus. A dick plus five. dick. You gotta make it work. <laughs> you gotta make it work. You know what I'm saying? You don't got With shit R to do. do something. Like, I'm gonna make, make her love me. I'm broke as hell. You know what I'm saying? You don't got shit to do but give the dick. He said lick an armpit. Do something. You know it's really saying? be on that. That's crazy. That's real shit, nigga. Working, nigga. You might get some some half dick, you know, from time to time throughout the week. Catch me on a right. catch me on a day off. So you want me to dick you down? God damn it! Don't be, I'm getting out of work and you want me to dick you down? Uh, Valid point. You know Maybe saying? I should go check out the unemployment line. You want too. this fucking rent paid or not? God damn it. Shit. Cause I can sit at home and give you great dick all day. Cool. Motherfucker better not complain about missionary position at all. He <laughs> 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 sturdiest, the sturdiest abs and hip in the game, Paul. Oh. Like, you better be ready, ready. <laughs> everything about everything else he do in that relationship better be on point. Man. Plan. He ain't saying nothing else, so he must be doing, doing A-OK. That nigga eating the butt right. You know, that's the first thing somebody gonna complain about. You ain't got no job, and you got whack dick? Like, nah. <laughs> two, she wouldn't have lasted two years. We, I, I think, think we can pull that out. I don't think this would have lasted two years. Working overtime, whack dick, no <laughs> job? Nah. <laughs> That's just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Facts. Shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? Write me back. Let me know if he got a job or if you met a new nigga. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever happens, let me know. We, are, we you know, we love all our listeners. Keep writing. Yeah, tell that nigga. To, tell that nigga to wake up. <laughs> you gotta wake up from your dreams at some point. You know what I'm saying? Keep writing the email. Moving into our last topic of the day. This was a quick one. You know what I'm saying? 
Short and sweet, but I appreciate it. The hood situation. What hood situation? Who hood situation? Why? Because shit be happening in the hood. So today's hood situation is what was the first song you ever had sex to? And to go deeper on that, when you have sex, because people like me that have was having sex at 13, is that sex, is that song a, was appropriate at the time where you were having sex to it? Let me know. 13? 13. Right. Damn, boy. Thir- 13. What's wrong with that? 13. What? <laughs> we fought, I'm from Battle Creek. Yeah. God damn it. What? Right. We start, oh, my God. We start early in the creek. Early, early. <laughs> when I heard that thirteen, I was like, "That just reminded me to talk to my little cousins." No. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, thirteen. Yeah, bro. Hey, who who your daddy? Little Boosie. <laughs> 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 thirteen. I remember, nigga. I was I was in the hood. I was at her grandma house. And I had I was right before I had AAU basketball practice, nigga. I remember that shit, goddammit. This nigga out here just happy about the trauma you lived through. Was it trauma? Was, was it trauma? <laughs> nigga, you shouldn't be having sex with no 13. I, I agree. Especially if she was older. No, she wasn't older. <laughs> we was the same age. It's Think not. about the 13 year olds you know now. Imagine them having sex. Man, I couldn't well, imagine. They no. Hot, they too hot to try. No. Couldn't Whoa. imagine. They too hot to try. No, I, I heard that literally gives you- line talk about that movie Cuties <laughs> or whatever that is on Netflix. Yeah, they yeah. Wilding on there. Wow. I don't want to talk about this. All right, damn. But the first song, I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah I, was about, I was about to say because my my first time it wasn't to no music though. It was just. Like, a boring ass time. <laughs> no, because it was, a, <laughs> it was like a, it was that quick, it was that 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 quick wonder. Like <laughs> right. you know what? I was like even hate. in the I middle of being hate. caught. So that's why I'm like, yeah, right. it wasn't we ain't have no time for no music. I can't even hate. I can't even hate because now that I think about it, mine wasn't to music either. It was a movie that was on. I can't remember the name of the movie right now, but since it's some hood hood situations, Facts. this is what happened. Okay. So I don't know if y'all remember or know, like on cable TV, how HBO get down or how like a lot of cable TV stations get down. A lot of times they got a regular station. Then they got like a West Coast station that play everything on the same loop just three hours later or whatever. Facts. So I was at one shorty crib and there was and the movie was on and I was trying to get it in. But her but her cousins and stuff was upstairs. So she ain't she ain't want us to get caught or whatever. So I dip out, I leave. I'm like, man, I guess it ain't gonna happen. So I go to another friend's house, and it's some, and it's like some people over there that I know, and it's another homegirl over there that I know. I go over there. I say, what up to everybody? I get the shorty. She she said hi. And her next question out her mouth is, "You got condoms?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know why you asking, but yeah, I do. She like, already bet. So everything going on, I think we like drinking and shit like that. Long story short, I get it popping with her. Tell me why the exact same scene on the West Coast HBO was playing on the same movie from the first chick that I was trying to get with. So, like, I can't remember the name of the movie, but every time I see, like, a scene from that movie, I'll be like, damn, like, that was, that was my first time. It was so crazy. Who was in the movie? Uh, I think it was like a, I think it was like Leonardo DiCaprio. Some random shit was in the movie. I gotta remember. This nigga was fucking the Titanic. Goddamn it, shit. I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Hey, either way, shit was going down. I mean, (laughs) goddamn it. Yeah, I remember mine. Uh, I was a young jock first time. It ain't nothing like the first time. You guys remember that song? Ain't nothing like the first time. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, that's how like you planned it out. Right. <laughs> Baby, can I touch you? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good one. I don't remember the first song. Shaboing, boing. Shaboing, I mean, I just boing. put on a playlist usually. It's like, you know, Chris Brown. 
or Trey songs or, or something in that. What was the vibe. song? I don't really be Dang, you don't remember. For my first time having sex, period. I didn't have music in the background. Uh, y'all <laughs> there was y'all music. was just savage. I, I didn't introduce music until later. Y'all was so. savages. Y'all was just fucking with the lights and by on. That point, no it wasn't, music. It wasn't a priority. <laughs> music wasn't a priority though. Like nah. in my mind, I was just like, Damn, it was usually I'm movies or like TV or something too, like Netflix and chill type things. So. Before there was even a Netflix shit, for me it'd have been Blockbuster and Buster Down. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Oh shit. What about hey, you? A- what about you, Tyler? Blockbuster. Oh, mine was um motivation. Kelly Rowland. Okay, I thought he was about to say Jeezy. I was about to say No. <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> motivation. Oh my God. I wish. I was gonna no. say, like, damn, he fucked a thug ass nigga no. back in the day. Right, like, yeah, damn. I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie. One time I did it in a in a motherfucking waka fucka flame playlist came on. That is the hardest I have ever sweat in my life. <laughs> to work. I was in that bitch. <laughs> I was going hard to paint for real. Oh, it's like, you ain't got no choice but to like that tempo or the song you listen oh, to you can't be in there making love you to, gotta to go. Yeah. You gotta go. Hilarious. The whole time too. The whole time. Crying. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> That's funny. My first time, like I said, I was at the her grandma crib. We was upstairs in the bed. And fucking it was to Joe and Case faded pictures. Y'all had some romantic uh setup. You know what I'm saying? Y'all some grown ass. My first time was awkward in the bitch. I remember that. Though. Okay, it was awkward. Oh, it was not cool. It was not it was like seventh grade. I think it's seventh grade. It's the summertime. In the seventh grade, oh, you was thirteen, right? Thirteen and seventh, right? Uh, thirteen is like like sixth grade or something like that. Because I think you like third, you like fourteen by the time you get to seventh grade, or yeah, you like thirteen or fourteen. So you might be right. Thirteen is eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, because I went into high school at thirteen, and I was a year ahead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, I'm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it might have been a <laughs> su- know, might have been a summer of me going in the. I don't know. I don't know. You was thirteen. You nasty ass nigga. What's wrong with you? This is a summer. Hurt you? Why did this happen? This is a summer going into eighth grade. I think it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And. I went over there after school. You ears reminiscing over here. Like, you're like, ooh, we reminiscing like a motherfucker. Oh, wow. I went to practice all happy. Nothing like the first time. I went to to practice late and had to run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you had to wobble leg. I had to to run. My coach was like, nigga, where was you at? And I told that nigga. in the locker room talking about, I got me some cutty. Got me some cutty last. I got me some cutty a couple hours ago, coach. Why are you smiling like that? This nigga smiling, doing sprints. I got me some cutty, coach. That nigga made me run. <laughs> like, well, go run your cutty ass around this track, nigga. <laughs> and then everybody was like, how was it, nigga? Like, we was all talking this shit <laughs> on the team. So shout out to shout out to that. That was a good experience for me. He like, wherever you are. Shout out to Shout out to that. <laughs> Hopefully. Right, he about to find you on the book later. Not, no, I'm not, Whoa. nigga. Whoa. <laughs> like, remember, remember that time? Nah, nigga, I'm married. Don't be saying that. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. Too much, that guy. I can reminisce in my mind, goddamn. Shit, nigga. In your mind, yeah. I don't want, the, I don't want you that pussy. do that shit outside your house. I don't want that pussy no more. You get to read in that mind. You're some plan. <laughs> Not outside the house. People are doing reminiscing the car, nigga. <laughs> on the couch. Nigga thinking some shit. On the couch. Why, going here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why you smiling so hard? <laughs> what y'all are thinking about? What you doing? Nah, nigga, I'm good. I don't want to. I don't want to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Good edit. 
So, your wife be if you, your wife be doing that, she be looking at you like, why are you happy and I ain't cause it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Low key, I've told Gigi about all the sex I've had, all the things I've done, and she cool with it. Even like I've had yeah. girls on the podcast that I've had relations with, and she's totally fine. We've talked about me like talking to them on the podcast. Gigi's cool. Gigi's like she really trusts me. That's a real one. Yeah, for sure. Sheesh. That means me looking at that mm-hmm. ring. You got you one, cuz. <laughs> okay, cuz what? Because I would be over here like, who? You want to do what? She the winner. <laughs> Inviting them to talk to you for what? <laughs> you so, shout out to Gabriel. <laughs> okay, because she is a real one. No, but Gigi's just comfortable with everything. And it's in the past. You know, it ain't shit I could do. I can't unfuck him. Well, I mean, no, but we're not about to sit here and talk about it all day. We don't be talking about that. They're not supposed to be on my show either. <laughs> not my show. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> we, we don't be talking about when we was fucking. I'm what? talking about. Like we yeah, may what talk are you about, talking about like what are you talking we, about? We may talk about like some funny shit that happened, experience. Hey, what's funny? I'm just talking about like I can have that conversation. I do want to do. <laughs> I'm just yo, sh- right, yo, shorty, you remember that one time we was laughing and we fucked after like? What? <laughs> right. what do you mean? What's funny? I don't know what's funny. <laughs> I do want to do an episode though where I bring my exes on. And you noise that you, you are crazy. I want to do a show. Where I bring my exes on it's, and we talk about our relationships, all the bad shit I did to them. You know what I'm saying? Why would you do that? It's called the copacetic hour. Why would you do that? Because it'll be good entertainment. It'll be good. You, you know, get that. That don't even sound fun. That sounds how that don't sound fun. We all because cool. why though? Like, what what is your end goal ultimately? What are you trying to get out of this conversation? Because that conversation will build like how you trying to bring them closure. Are they <laughs> because to talk? like what's like for what? It's five of us on this show, right? Why do you need five five your exes in here to sit about what you did? I wouldn't even invite the random yeah. hoes on here. I would invite the ones that like actually I had uh, building and growth experiences with. To talk about it. Like, if I'm going to talk about it, it's going to be for a purpose. It's not going to be... They, do they have relationships now? Yeah. Are they they all, some of them married. Some of them in relationships. You know what I'm saying? You still talk to them? Like, you still know them? Yeah. We're just like friends. He's friends with all his exes. Bro, I'm from Battle Creek, bro. It's small, bro. No. no. You're a good yes. one. Ain't shit that damn small. It's small, bro. <laughs> You're brave. That's all I can say. You're brave. <laughs> I think it'll be a dope conversation and it'll show how people grow and what people can learn from, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Tune in to that if I can get them to do it. You know, so I haven't talked to any of them about that. You know what I'm saying? We Wait, they know each other too? That's just stupid. Everyone knows me, so I'm pretty sure they So you just going to introduce all of them to each other? Yeah, what do it matter? I'm married. Shit, what the fuck? Hey, I dated hey, him I in 2012. Hey, I dated him in 2015. Like, who right, wanna do that? Because one of them going to be like, well, I, I dated him. Miss Tyler and I dated Ernest in 2015. And she goes, somebody else going to be like, wait, I dated Ernest in 2015. I dated him in 2015. What do you mean? They did They're both all hell break loose. A few of them, maybe all of them, <laughs> all overlap just to keep it a buck. So, I mean, it don't matter. So, you want to. How about you just bring like your homeboys on and y'all can talk about what y'all did wrong in past relationships? Yeah. I'm sure I think know. that's a bad idea. That's two episodes. The worst idea I've ever heard. Idea. I am not about to sit up here and talk about my mistakes. We need to sit up here and talk about what she <laughs> Not what I did though. Oh man, that's too. How you've grown? You're a better man now, or you? I've grown to not fuck with a terrible woman, and I got the fuck on. Then, then you have to learn your 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 words boundaries. Wouldn't it be? Go. But it'd be deeper if I had the actual women who I grew from on the show. No, my heart's being real fast. You know what I'm saying? Right Especially now. they got their own stuff going. On. I don't matter in their life. You know what I'm saying? 
They, no. You don't know they being married now what they learned from me or what they did not want. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ernest. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> deep. That's deep. All right, Dr. Feel Good. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That's deep. I'm sure they learned a lot from you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That, so much. So much. So much. <laughs> Talking about some they overlap, boy. So much. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and end the podcast there. Go ahead and give them y'all hit ups. Let them know where they can find y'all. If y'all got anything going on, let them know. We're getting about a thousand listens an episode so they can support y'all. Again, I'm Monte. Follow me on at IG at Monte underscore Jones underscore seven. Um, I'm working on the YouTube page right now because I'm also uh, an inspire, inspiring actor. I've been in a few commercials so far. I also do a little bit of um, improv comedy acting on stage. And I'm looking to join a uh, new production in the fall, depending on COVID. So Thanks. look out for me. I'm going to be back on your show, E. Well, thank you for having me back. I'm Shekinah. Um, she kind of crazy. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, she underscore kind of K-I-N-A-H underscore crazy with a K. Um, yeah, I'll be back. I'm Alicia. Thank you again for allowing me to be on the show. Um, you can find me on Instagram, bohemian.hippie.chick. I don't do much on there except uh, post inspirational things, sometimes funny things. So, yeah. As always, it's your boy, Brady B. Always a great time being on TCH. Um, you can find me on Instagram and um, on Twitter at Brady underscore McBadass. I'm Tyler. You can find me at TylerBell underscore on Instagram or... I work at Saks Fifth Avenue during the pandemic. So follow my Saks page, Tyler.Saks, and get your designer game right. Facts, facts. Everybody, make sure y'all go and support them. And I am your host, Five. You can find me at Notorious underscore B-I-G underscore E or follow the podcast Instagram at The Copacetic Hour or the podcast Twitter at Copacetic Hour. Keep visiting our website for your copacetic merch at thecopacetichour.com or please enter in, create your own clip and use the hashtag TCH Fan of the Month to be entered in our contest for Fan of the Month for your free copacetic gear. We're going to leave you with our mantra. Please protect your peace, secure your wealth, and define your destiny. This is the Copacetic Hour. You're peace. tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. This is the Copacetic Hour.